Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Romans chapter 10 verses 8 to 9. The Word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is, the Word of faith we are proclaiming. That if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. A few weeks ago, a convicted murderer in Oklahoma was executed. According to an NBC report, when asked if he had any last words, he responded by saying, Yes, I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. Therefore, I am saved. Thank you. Now, either you nor I know whether the man who shared this statement was sincere or not. The Lord alone knows what was on this man's heart and if these closing words were true. However, there's a common misunderstanding associated with this passage. There are those who mistakenly teach that this is a formula that must be spoken word for word as a condition of salvation. There are also those who fall into the trap of seeing this as a two-step process that must be followed in order to have eternal life, like the assembly instructions that come with a piece of furniture that you have to assemble. In other words, it seems to answer the question, what must I do to be saved? But that's not what this verse is about. Interestingly, there is a verse which answers this very question. When an earthquake shook the prison at Philippi where Paul was incarcerated with Silas, Luke tells us in Acts that the prison doors flew open and everybody's chains came loose. Thinking the prisoners had escaped, the jailer drew his sword and was about to execute himself. However, Paul assured him that they were all there. And then Luke tells us, The jailer called for lights, rushed in, and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Interestingly enough, the apostle didn't share any two-step process to follow next. In fact, he didn't point the jailer to himself at all. Instead, he pointed to what Jesus had done for him. He said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. In the same way, our Savior himself reminds us that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And when he sent out the disciples with the good news, he told them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. So where then does confession come in? Confession isn't simply the mechanical action of speaking the right words. If it was, then this would preclude anyone who was mute from entering eternal life. It would also be true for a patient in the hospital who is intubated and can't speak. No, what Paul is talking about here in Romans is that everyone who in faith trusts in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins will be saved. The Greek word, which we translate as confess, literally means to say the same thing. And it's used a number of different ways in the Bible. In John, this word describes when we recognize our sin and admit our need for a Savior. He says, If we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And here in Romans, this word is used to describe how you and I in faith acknowledge that very Savior himself. We don't deny it, but proclaim it openly, freely, and joyously. The salvation that God has accomplished for us by his son's death for us on the cross and his glorious resurrection. That's why on a Sunday morning, it's such a joy to rise to our feet, confess our faith and the creed, and together declare, this is what our loving God has done for us. Here's something to look forward to this week. And it happens whenever you and I share our faith. It's a wonderful acknowledgement for everyone to hear of what Jesus assures us of in John. My Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in Him shall have eternal life, 
and I will raise him up at the last day. Let us pray. Loving God, thank you for this good news which you have placed in our hearts and which by faith bursts from our lips. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day. Thank you.